1: Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday
0: edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts.
2: Welcome to the Locked On Wizards podcast. It's your host, the real Ed Oliver. Today, we're going to get into report cards. We're gonna start. I'm going to start my report card series of players recapping how their year went we're gonna give them a little homework i know it sounds a little corny but we're gonna do a report card do some homework and just talk about what we want to see from these guys over the offseason we're gonna start with denny avdia a very interesting player very polarizing player uh a player that people have a lot of opinions about so let's get to it
0: you are locked on wizards your daily washington wizards podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
2: Once again, it's your host, The Real Ed Oliver. You can follow me on Twitter at T. I want to thank you guys for making your lo- making Locked on Wizards your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get podcasts. All right, so keep in mind tonight as well, I do want to talk about this a little bit later, the lottery odds. The Spurs are playing tonight in the plan. Um, so if they do win both of their games on the plan, we do get the ninth seed in the lottery odds. So that is big. So I know a lot of Wizards fans are definitely going to be paying attention to that and um the Spurs would get the eighth seed in the playoffs and then the Wizards that would take that would make them that would put the Spurs behind us in the running for the lottery odds and if we do get that ninth seed that ninth the ninth best lottery odds we do get a 20% chance at a top four pick so that is a lot better than what we are right now if we do end up in the 10th spot and the Spurs get the ninth spot so um rooting for better lottery odds any any chance I'll take it any chance I'll take it but uh, Tommy Shepard also talked today. I'm gonna to talk about that probably in the next episode. Do want to get a mailbag coming up for the next couple of episodes of the off as well. But I do want to start um, our report card. See my report card series um, starting off with Denny Abdo. We're gonna do Corey Kispert most likely next, and then and then Roo, we're gonna start off with the three young guys, and then Daniel Gafford, then move on to Coos, Brad, et cetera, et cetera. And we'll do the press conference and then do a mailbag. So, um, Denny. Had an interesting season. We're going to talk about his improvements. What we want to see his, his, his uh, homework, uh, probably towards the end, and then we'll give a grade on a A through F scale uh, at at the end of the video. But um, Denny, I thought he started off strong. Started off strong, you know. Started off with the clamps, guarding Giannis, guarding Brandon Ingram, guarding Jimmy Butler. He really was a huge part in that ten and three start coming off the bench, playing very very good defense. You know, he was bodying up. In the beginning of the year they did they allowed him to be more physical with guys and then they kind of tailed off and they started calling some more foul calls him on him offensively uh we wanted to see him finish I want to see him finish around the basket more um, I thought he improved you look you look at the numbers as well he improved in every statistical category offensively a uh, three point percentage he went up from 31.31% 31.5% to 31, percent from the three-point line. Um, points per game, he went from 6.3 points per game to 8.4 points per game. Minutes per game, he went up from twenty-three point twenty-three minutes per game to 24 minutes per game. Um, so he, he definitely improved. Free throw percentage is one that stands out to me as well. Struggled from the free throw line last year, shooting 64% from the free throw line, went up to 75%. So that was a big jump for me. And then he also shot more free throws this year, 1.7 free throw attempts per game compared to 0.8. And you look at his story and his trajectory last year, his rookie season, it was the COVID year, didn't have an off season. Uh, then last year, you know, he, he, he had the ankle injury, so didn't have much of an off season. This off season will be the first off season where he has a full off season program where he's not injured. He doesn't have to quarantine, et cetera, et cetera. So I'm, I'm excited for him from for that. And then this year it was different as well. Scott Brooks kind of deployed or employed him as a spot-up shooter, somebody that sits in the corner as a 3-and-D guy. And that's just not the way you get the best out of Denny Avdi at all. That's not how you unlock Denny. You know, next to Russell Westbrook and Bradley Bill, he was just, you know, a spot-up guy. You know, but this year, Huntsville Jr. did deploy him as a secondary ball handler. He did allow him to get the rebounds and push, or somebody kick it to him and he can push and playmake. You know, I do want to look at his assists per game as well. Um, it went up from 1.2 assists to two assists per game. So everything basically went up. He earned more playing time. He had eight starts and he played all 82 games. He was one of the five people in the NBA to play all 82 games. So he showed a lot of durability. He showed a lot of versatility guarding one through five. So I do want to pull up some numbers here for Denny. Um, so this this was actually from Hardwood Knox. Uh, check them out on YouTube. They pull up a stat from. B ball index. This year, he played, he guarded point guards 18.3% of the time. He guarded shooting guards 25% of the time. 23% of the time, he guarded small forwards. 24, 24% of the time, he guarded power forwards. 9% of the time, he guarded centers So that shows his positional flex, his positional flexibility guarding one through five. We saw him guard some of the top guards in the game. We saw him guard LaMelo Ball at times, Trey Young at times. We saw him guard Giannis. Brandon Ingram has shut those guys down in the first half of the season. We even saw him saw him guard some big guys out there. He contests threes. He gets out there. He's top eight in defensive field goal percentage as well. So Denny had a lot of good numbers. He, he's a lot of good spots as well. Um, and also the stat from B-Ball Index shows that anyone over six foot nine that has played 15 over 1,500 minutes over an entire season 16. Over a over an entire season since 2013, only three players had a higher versatility score than Denny over 80. And those guys, since 2013, was Ben Simmons, Jeff Green, and Jaden McDaniel. Jaden McDaniel. So he's in good company there. Um. So he really has something that can be useful to a roster, useful for a squad. You know what? so Junior pre- preaches defense. He preaches defense, and that's something that that Denny. Can have is his calling card now coming out of the draft he was more of a guy that's more offensively known for his offensive skill pushing pushing the pace you know initiating the offense being a secondary ball handler. and at the t- at times he was a primary ball handler he was a guy that could just push and make pretty passes you see the behind the back that he had to Rui. you see the nice behind the back pass that he had to daniel gaffer the other day um he had nice lobs to Porzingis. so he showed a lot of offensive versatility and defensive f- versatility but we are those are some of the great things that he did and then now i do want to get to where he had some rough spots in his game where he does need to improve you know talk about the three games where he did have zero points you know where he struggled where he had a mental he kind of had a mental wall happen in the month of march he kind of it looked like a rookie wall out there but he was able to bounce back and then play a lot better in those last couple games but we do want to see where he's going to fit, in those games were without Bradley Bill, so that is a huge question mark there. How is he going to play when there's a full roster? You know, when Kyle Kuzma sat out the last couple of games of the year, of course his numbers jumped. I do want to see how he plays when guys come back when it is a full roster. Where he's where is he going to fit in the rotation? So I do want to talk about some improvement areas that I do want to see from Denny, Ab- Denny abdia Some numbers that show, hey. He needs to improve in these certain areas, and let's see where he can get better. But before I do get to that, this episode is brought to you by Shady Rays. Shady Rays is an independent sunglasses company that gives you the features of $200 sunglasses for a fraction of the price. That means polarized lenses, well-constructed durable frames, and premium high-end finishes. Also something you won't find anywhere else is Shady Rays' insane protection program. Shady Rays includes lost and broken protection on every pair. They will send you a brand new pair if you lose them no matter what happened. Give them a try and you don't and if you don't love them, you'll pay nothing. It's as simple as that. Plus 10 mills are donated to fight hunger in America when you shop with Shady Rays. Exclusively for our listeners, head to shadyrays.com and use code lockedon to get 50% off two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses. That's code lockedon for their best deal of the season. 50% off or of t- 50% off two or more pairs of Shady Ray sunglasses packed by over 150,000 verified five-star reviews. This is
0: Jake from Locked On. Locked On has teamed up with State Farm to spotlight some of the greatest supporting players in NBA history. After beating the Heat led by LeBron James and Dwayne Wade in 2011, Dirk Nowitzki won an NBA title and proved himself to be one of the greatest basketball players of all time. Dirk Nowitzki couldn't score the way he did if he didn't have much-needed support from someone like J.J. Barea. Sometimes, you and I need that kind of support, too. Think of State Farm like a pivotal team player. When you need help protecting the things that matter most, remember the jingle and just say, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.
2: Thank you for making Locked and Wizards your first listen every day. For your next listen... Check out the Locked On Now podcast nightly recaps of every NBA game with analysis from our local experts. It's free and available wherever you get your podcasts. All right, so let's get to some numbers I found here where I do want to see Denny Avdia improve. And specifically for me, it's around the rim. It's something time and time again that I I really want to see him improve around the rim. So let me pull up the stat here where – Denny shot 63% within three feet of the basket, which ranked among the lowest on the Wizards roster. Um, and this is from Chase Hughes. If you look at comparison to six foot one point guard, hole, netto, he shot 67% on those plays around the rim. Rui shot 84% around the rim while Corey Kispert was at 79%. And Kyle Kuzma, who's a nearly exactly obvious si- size shot 74% from 3% um, away from three feet away from the basket. So, that's one glaring thing that he, that's, this is his homework. This is his homework. He needs to work on finishing around the rim. He needs to work on that left hand. Wes huntsell Jr. has said it. Denny has said it in press conferences. Um, and also heard Tommy Shepard talk about how um, Denny, <laughs> Denny is a rapper. They call him big dreadle as well, which is pretty hilarious. But this is a serious matter. He's 6'9". And I thought towards the end of the year, I thought he started to finish a lot better around the rim. Um, he started to dunk the ball more and you know maybe it could be because of the, the ankle injury but there are times where he definitely he, he needed to make some some easy layups um the lakers game was one memory for me where the, where the wizards did win at home he missed the wide open layup but he did hit a clutch three and that's huge that shows his perseverance confidence is a huge thing for denny there are times where he'll put his head down and think about it too much it's just next play keep your head up and just keep playing you know, and once he knew, kind of towards the end of the year, when other guys weren't there, Kyle Kuzma wasn't there, Bradley Bill wasn't there, he knew he was going to get about 30, 35 minutes per game. So, um, in the month of March, he averaged twelve points per game, five point eight rebounds, and three point six assists in his final sixteen games. So that is huge improvement. Huge improvement. He had a twenty. He had twenty-one points and ten boards, four assists, and a block against the Pistons, where he had a nice double-double. He's the king of five-five-five games. He started to do that five points. At least five points, at least five assists, at least five rebounds. That shows the versatility that that he's capable of doing. He's able to sc- he was able to score in the second half of the year. He's able to get guys involved, and he's a really really good rebounder. That's one thing I can definitely give him credit for. Defense and, and rebound. He's a really good rebounder. He's a solid rebounder. He's willing to go in there and bang and rebound. And he, when he does get the rebound, he can push it up and, and, and initiate offense. Those are some things that he does really really well. Um, also the Timberwolves, he had 17 points, eight boards, five assists, and two blocks. So he filled up the stat sheet in that game. That's one game that definitely stood out. Um, also the block on Carl Anthony Towns, you know, where he got under Carl Anthony Towns' skin and Carl Anthony Towns tried to trip him up. Um, but once again, about the confidence and Denny, he lives in the gym. You know, there's a story about him coming back from the all-star game super, super early before everybody else got there. And he really wanted to work on his game. Um, also you know he said the gym is his happy place you see after the during the warriors game after the warriors game he didn't play well but he stayed in the gym he shot in the gym you know after the game when wanting to get better um late nights in the gym that's his happy place that's how he's going to get better so for me i just want to see him finish around the rim better i know he's capable of doing it he is six foot nine um we've seen him dunk on people before and i think this offseason will really help him out you know having a full rehab where he can work on his legs and get stronger around the rim. I think that's something he could finish on. And also shooting, the three-pointer, this three-point shot got better. I think that there's nothing really wrong with his form. I think he has really good form. I think he has probably some of the best form on the roster, to be honest. But he shot out with more confidence. He was knocking it down better in, in the second half of the year. Still didn't shoot the ball particularly well, 31% from the three. I think that's something he can do that he can definitely improve on. But the free throw percentage is, is definitely a sign of him improving um, with his shot, 75% from the free throw line, going, going up for, from 64%. Um, and he's also mentioned in the NBA Hustle Leaders and Deflections and Contested Shots as well. So he is up there. He has at least one and a half contested shots per, games, per game and at least uh, one and a half deflections per game. So it shows how active he's been. Um, he, he was one of the better players in the plus-minus box for the Washington Wizards as well. So there's a lot of good things that you can hang your hat on for Denny Avdia, but I do want to get to a final grade for him and then of course we're gonna to get to um you know talking about a little bit about the uh, lottery odds tonight and then who I think is going to win uh, between the Spurs and let me see who they're playing tonight in the plan I haven't really played paid a, paid a lot of attention to the plan to be honest with you uh the Cavs and Nets play tonight at seven o'clock on TNT. For the plan, uh, the seventh versus eighth seed, and then the Clippers and Timberwolves play at nine thirty. So, actually, the Spurs play tomorrow night on Wednesday. So they play at nine thirty against the Pelicans. So um, that is that is a big game for the Washington Wizards. I, I, I basically think the Spurs are going to win, but um, I do want to give Denny a report card. And once again, uh, whether I think he should play in the summer league or not, I think I think it's something to definitely consider. But um before we do get to that, this episode is brought to you by Athletic Greens. I've been using Athletic Greens every day. It gives me more energy. It gets me more pumped and energy for the day to get my day started. Um, I've been trying it for a couple of weeks. Um, and it, it has a nice taste to it. It's, it's not like you're taking a vitamin or a pill, you know. It has a really good taste to it. So what is what is athletic greens with one delicious scoop of athletic greens? You're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy recovery, focus, and aging, and all other and all of these things. It's a life. It's lifestyle friendly whether you eat keto, paleo, v- vegan, dairy-free, or gluten-free. It costs you less than $3 a day a day. You're investing in your health and it's cheaper than your cold brew habit. It's cheaper than getting all the different supplements yourself. You're investing in an all-in-one nutritional insurance. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm, and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune system immune-supporting vitamin D, and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com NBA Network. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash NBA Network to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. This episode is also brought to you by Built Bar. Have you tried the Puffs? If you haven't, you're missing out on one of Built Bar's best tasting bars. Puffs are the first ever protein-infused marshmallow. They're fluffy. They're marshmallowy. They're not just a protein bar. They're a treat. And they're covered in 100% real chocolate. Puffs are a fan favorite with some incredible flavors. Yum, Yummy yummie churro, coconut marshmallow, banana cream pie. They're all so good. These are going to be your new favorite. Low calorie, high protein. Replace your candy bars with these. They are better. A typical candy bar can be anywhere from two, or two to 300 calories. Go to build.com and scroll down to the macro chart. You'll be blown away. High protein, low cal, high fiber, and low carbs. Most built Bars contain 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 4 net carbs, and 17 grams of protein. Compare that to a candy bar, which usually has around 240 calories, 30 grams of sugar, and dozens of net carbs. At Built Bar, they're all about the taste. They make it taste delicious first and figure out how to make it healthy, and I don't know how, but they pull it off every time. Go to built.com, use promo code LOCK15, and get 15% off your order. Use promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at built.com. All right. So the big question marks that I have going into the offseason for Denny for me is was where where is he going to fit next year with Bradley Bill, Kyle Kuzma, Kristaps Porzingis, Daniel Gafford, Point Guard X, whoever they bring in. Are they going to keep Rui, Corey Kisper, the young three the young three young guys, the three young guns? Um, KCP coming back, Saddle most likely is coming back um where is he going to fit um it was kind of murky just the whole rotations in general for him to find playing time same thing with Rui when he came back after after the 40 after Rui was out for 40 games um thomas Bryant was inserted you know denny uh, collected a dmp one time against the sixers or not a dmp but he only played until the last two minutes of the game when we went on a blowout so where where are all these guys gonna fit and compete and develop and win at the same time. You know, the Wizards, they do want to keep Bradley Bill. So is Denny gonna be included in a trade package for a point guard? Is Rui Corey? Those are the question marks for me, but that's something for Tommy Shepard to answer, and most likely assistant GM Bradley Bill to answer. So that's a question mark for me, but that's kinda of of, that's basically out of Denny's that's out of Denny's control. For me, I would like to see him play in the Summer League only because his first offseason was the was the virus year? Second offseason had an ankle injury, so he didn't get to really work on his game as much as he would as much as he could this offseason. He can, he's supposed to be going to Israel this offseason. Um, not 100% sure if he's playing in a league or not oversee over in Israel this league, like a um, some type of league, like a FIBA league or something like that. Um, but I do think he should play in, in the summer league. Corey Kispert said that he is reported that he does want to play in the summer league. Um, so I think I think it would be beneficial for Danny to play in some And it's not a knock on him. I just think it would help him with development where he could be aggressive. And he could be a number one option on the team. Because next year he won't be a number one option. But I do think he needs to be more aggressive. And I think that would help him um, be more be more aggressive finishing around the rim as well. And just you know getting in the weight room and getting stronger as well. As you saw him do the too small um, reference, the um, gesture he did it to. Danilo Gallinari, he did it to Jaden McDaniels in the um, game against the Timberwolves, he started to use his body more, he started to jump stop more, he was going up stronger, instead of rushing, no more floaters and just throwing it up there um, for a 50-50% chance, going up strong, creating contact, getting to the rim, and that's where he can get to the free throw line more, that's where I think he can be better. Um, homework, once again, the left hand, You see one, you see times where he will refuse to use his left hand dribble where he will instantly go to the right, where he could have went to the left, where there's times where he'll just pick it up and pass the ball away because he does not want to use that right hand. That's something that I, he, he definitely needs to improve on. Um, of course, three-point shooting, that, you know, he might, he'll, he'll you know, if he's not a great three-point shooter ever in his career, it's fine. That's not his calling card. But let's let's shoot for at least 34% from the three-point line. I think that will help him get more time on the floor as well. He's gotten, he got 24 minutes per game this year. 23 minutes per game the previous season. So I'm looking for him if he can crack the rotation. If he is on the Wizards next year, um, and and how he can fit in. So defensively, I think he's the best. I think he this year he was the best defensive player on the team, and numbers show it. Like I said, he was top eight in defensive field goal percentage um, per a minimum of I want to say 16 1600 attempts. Yeah, let me let me double check this here. Yeah, and he was top eight in the league in field goal percentage uh, from all players who contested twelve shots and up per game. So he contests a lot of shots as well. He's the one, he's one of the few. He's one of the better. He's I think he yeah. Once again, I think he I think yeah. It's fair to say he was the best defensive player on the roster this year. Now, as far as far as potential and comparison, um, I did this earlier this season. You know, me and Deionte we talked about his comparison and his ceiling earlier this season. We got a lot of pushback on it, but from seeing right now, from his two years, it's too early. Um, right now, he does look like a good rotational player. Um, you can you can compare him to. Uh, I would I would kind of say like. Right now, the way he's playing is is similar to a Nicholas Batum. It is similar to an Andre Karolinko. It is similar to a Tony Kukoc. He's just got to get that three-point percentage up. He's got to get that finishing. You know, he's got to finish better than guys that are half his size. Guys that are half his size are finishing better than him around the rim. And that's something that really, really concerns me right now. If he can get that up and be more consistent and be consistent in big games when everybody's around, not just the second half of the year when, you know, Kyle Kuzma's sitting down. And Bradley Bill's not on the team right now. So it, it is going to be the third year is going to be a huge year for him. It's going to be a big year for him. I'm excited for him. And I do want to see him play in the summer league and definitely improve. Um So the ceiling for him, I think this is a big year. This is a big year. I don't, it's hard for me to tell what his ceiling is right now, but I think he's a talented player and I, I do want to see him. I do want to see him um, finish well, finish strong with the wizards uh next season. So, um, but like I said, tonight, my predictions for tonight, Cavs, Nets. I'm going to go with the Cavaliers winning at home. They play tonight at 7 o'clock on TNT. Clippers versus the Timberwolves. Um, I'm going to go with the Timberwolves winning in L.A. tonight. So those are my picks. But uh once again, I just want to thank you guys for listening. Um, if you guys want to put your grade down as well for Denny, my grade for him, I almost forgot to do the grade, uh, I give him a C plus, B minus. The only reason why I give him – yeah the, the reason why i can see c, c plus is because of the finishing his defense is his defensive versatility guarding guys he was huge for that 10 and 3 start he really was and then he started to play really well towards the end of the year um so i give him about a b minus c plus for this year um finishing really really hurt it for me the missing layups and, and whatnot um really hurt is great for me but all right you guys i want to thank you guys for listening to locked on wizards now make your second listen locked on nba from the jump first jump ball the playing tournament to the last possession of the finals locked on experts take you deep inside the playoffs with insight analysis affecting all 30 teams all right you guys make sure you subscribe and also hit the notification bell if you do have mailbag questions drop them below in the comment section or you can leave a five-star review in the comment section with a uh, on itunes with a question as well and i'll answer them all right you guys hail to the wizards peace